Welcome to the Choose Life Radio Network. Your host is Jill Taylor. Every week we bring you a candid conversation with someone who's making a difference for the cause of life. And now here's Jill to introduce today's guest on Choose Life Radio. Welcome to Choose Life Radio. Candace Sessoms is our guest today. And I'm very excited to hear about some of the things that she has to share on pregnancy centers and just so many important things that are going on. Candace, I welcome you in. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing better all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing with pregnancy ministry. I'm actually a writer. I um, have been writing romance for a number of years. And recently, I've always been pro-life, been very faith-filled, but I very much kept my faith separate from what I was doing as a writer. And then when uh, the Supreme Court ruling came down just recently, I began to get this calling on my heart that I was supposed to be doing something. I really felt that the ruling was a clarion call, that those of us who are pro-life needed to begin getting our boots on the ground and doing something to help babies, to help women, to help men. Go ahead and explain to our listener what you're talking about in terms of the ruling that came down. Yes. So the Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe versus Wade and put the decisions about abortion back into the hands of the states. I'm a writer. And so in the generally in the author community, a great many of my fellow authors are generally pro-choice. And there was a lot of rage among them when the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. They were very angry. They were very vocal. And I felt a very intense need to do something positive. I wanted to do something good. And so I was talking to another author friend of mine. Her name is Michelle Camp. And I said, look, I feel like I need to do something. And I'm thinking about putting together some books and then donating the proceeds to special life pregnancy centers. And she was just elated. She said, God has been telling me this too. And I don't know anything about how to do it. And maybe he is putting us together so that we can do this together. That's enough affirmation if there ever was one. That's great. It was just miraculous that we were both thinking the same thing. And thankfully, I had experience in putting together multi-author projects. And so over Christmas, she and I released one book. And we were able to donate all of the proceeds from that book. It was only available a couple of months to Choices Pregnancy Center, which is in Phoenix, Arizona. We chose that center because uh, Michelle is very active with the church that did some work with Choices. And so she was familiar with them. She knew they were doing good work and doing it biblically. And so she felt very comfortable that that was a good place for us to invest this donation. The first one went well. (laughs) It did. It was just she and I. So, And it was very quick. We put it together very quickly. But then we put the call out to see if other authors might be interested in working with us. So this month, we released our second collection, and we've had four other authors join with us for this one. So they've each contributed a story to the book, and they've all agreed to donate all of the royalties we make from it to another pregnancy center. This time, we chose a place called Abundant Life, which is in Athens, Texas, near me, where I live. 
That's awesome. I love this. Yes. I love this program. And have you always been involved in ministry somehow in terms of helping women make choices of life? Absolutely not. I was very passive. It's almost ashamedly so, very passive. I, I believed in life, but I did absolutely nothing except proclaim that. <laughs> so and that's why I felt like, you know, I think that God was telling me, you can't just say it. You have to do something. Well, Candace, one of the things that I want our listener to grab right now, because you, you are a fast talker and I'm loving hearing the story, but I want our listener to understand her point was, I've not been involved at all. I just felt that I should do something about life. And so there are so many different alternatives, but what you chose was really, really just awesome to get books out there, to have people get a chance to read to their children, and as well to just get the understanding of how much a gift that child is. Yes. I'm loving that. This is wonderful. Yes, absolutely. I think it's very easy for us to disregard that the talents we have are really a gift from our Lord. And that that is part of what we should be using to give back to God. It's not just about tithing. It's about giving of, our, of what He has invested in us to bring about His kingdom here on earth. That's another very good point. There's more to it than just saying, I love God or I pray to God. There's more to, I want to give myself as a servant to be used. Exactly. You called it Books for Babies. Yes. Books for Babies. In um, social media and when, when we're, as authors, trying to promote our books, we always look for something real catchy or gimmicky. And I had, my friend Michelle had seen something, um, I'm trying to think of what it was, it was heart. Heroes for Hearts. It was another another project someone did. It was for um, a charity project for heart disease. And my friend Michelle said, "What if we call ours Books for Babies?" And it just made sense. You know, we're we're writing books, and we're doing it for babies, <laughs> so it was perfect. Did you have any kind of a personal experience yourself with a loss of a child or a pregnancy? Tell me a little bit about your history. I am. One of three daughters and a very devout Catholic mom who raised us to have great faith in the Lord. Thankfully, I, I have not suffered a loss. I do not have children, but I've been blessed with nieces, nephews, and even step-grandchildren through my husband. So, so I haven't suffered a personal loss in the way of a loss of a child. But my mother did raise us very much to appreciate life and to believe in uh, the sanctity of life. Now, one thing I have experienced, I am a legal assistant. I, I still work out in, t in the public sector, and we do a lot of family law work. And so we see a lot of families that are fractured. And one of the things that's very strong in my heart is the need for strong fathers in the household. I believe that's something we miss very much in our society today. And I, and I think that goes hand in hand with the choices that some women make about whether to keep an, an unplanned pregnancy. And so one of the things I've really looked for in these, these life centers that we're working with is that they have a mentorship program for fathers. That's good. 
because that's vital, I believe, for us to overcome where we're at today to rediscover the importance of life and choosing life is that we need to try to develop more intact families. That's really interesting because when I was in working with a pregnancy center for 18 years, we also did a father's group and it they didn't have to be together anymore. I mean, it was it, it, it it's okay that you neither of you are interested in getting married or being with each other to live. But the reality is that you have a child that you're sharing. And so how important that is to have the father involved. It is. Uh, you know, it's really important. Really something that that child is going to need down the road. Yes, yes. And I was blessed. I had my father, but I, I know that that was a very vital part of my growing up. And so every child needs both parents. Absolutely. Do you deal at all with women who have had miscarriages and, the, and dealing with those uh, very difficult things that happened before anybody really knows that they're pregnant? I haven't had personal experience. I have known people that have experienced that. I do have a very special heart for grief. I've had loss in my life, thankfully not the loss of a child or a miscarriage. But I think that grief and loss are very intimate experiences. None of us goes through any of those the same way. And even even I, who have gone through more than one loss, haven't gone through each of them the same way. It's all very personal. And I cannot imagine. I think that miscarriage must be so different because the hopes and the dreams and expectations are so big for an, an expectant mother. And then that loss of not getting to know or to see or to taste those dreams, that has to be such a visceral experience, just terribly gut-wrenching. Are you able to put some books out into that and, and support people who are dealing with that in pregnancy centers? That's, that is a really big issue as far as I'm concerned. I was really not as aware of that issue, but I do interestingly have someone very close to me who has recently told me of a miscarriage. And so that really has been something in my mind that um, while I don't know what that experience is, I would like to know more about what she is going through. And yes, to hopefully put that into words one day to possibly help someone else down the road. Well, there's such a difference between abortion and miscarriage. Those are two absolutely different things. And sometimes we are so taken over on the abortion issue that we do not go back and take a peek at the loss in miscarriage. One is a determined person that says, I cannot handle this. I'm not going to have this child for whatever reason. And the other one who says, I can't wait for this child. And then to lose that child is just so painful. But we do spend a lot of time on the abortion issue, trying to get people to make a different decision. But the reality is those people who go through a miscarriage are just broken and no one really necessarily knows. You know, the family knows, but your friends may not even know that you were pregnant. And it feels feels weird to go out and say, hey, I, I had a miscarriage. You know, you don't, it's just not something fun. Yeah. And I've heard, you know, so many um, women say that they're not going to share when they get pregnant until they reach a certain point because they don't want to have to answer questions if they lose the pregnancy. 
And so, yeah, I'm sure that is such a no one knows and bringing it up is painful. And so you're going through it all alone. And I think that grief is something it's it's hard to know how to deal with grief with any type of, of grief. I think, you know, it almost makes us uncomfortable to to be with someone who's grieving. But presence, that is something that someone's grieving needs, just presence. You don't necessarily have to do anything for them, but be present. And, and even scripture said, you know, the Lord said, fear not, I'm with thee. I am your God. So presence is the most important thing I think we can do. And if and if no one knows, then I think that must be a very lonely place. It must be. We're talking with Candace Sessoms, and we're hearing a really good view. We're taking an interesting view at miscarriage, which we don't talk about very much. So I hope you'll stay with us, guests, as we take a quick break, and we'll come right back to Choose Life Radio. All of us look forward to summer. Whether you live in the coldest part of the country or whether the weather tends to be sunny and mild, summer means walks and picnics, baseball, golf, barbecues, and relaxing outdoor times with family and friends. And don't forget vacations. (laughs) But for a radio ministry like Choose Life Radio, it's unquestionably the most challenging time of the year. Donors, not necessarily you, but others have a tendency to forget the ongoing financial needs of the ministry, and it's easy to do. Our schedules in the summer tend to look nothing like they do during the other seasons. And that's why I'm taking this time from our exciting interview to encourage you to make a special financial gift today. Right now, Choose Life Radio has a substantial financial need to address if we are going to remain on the station you are listening to today. And that challenging financial time, if it's anything like the past several years, will continue throughout the remainder of the summer months. So with that in mind, please consider sending a generous financial gift today. It will help us continue to broadcast interviews with those who, like you and me, love God and value the sanctity of human life. Your gift today is crucial to this ministry. You can give right now by going online at chooseliferadio.com. Locate the Donate button on the top right of the page, tap it, and follow the prompts. And while you're there, take a moment and consider making today's gift a monthly gift. The prompts will help you make that a reality. Or you can mail your check to Choose Life Radio, P.O. Box 36622, Canton, Ohio, Four four seven three five. That's chooseliferadio.com or Choose Life Radio Post Office Box 36622, Canton, Ohio, 44735. May the Lord bless you richly as you give to encourage others to celebrate the sanctity of human life. I thank you, and we look forward to hearing from you today. Welcome back to Choose Life Radio. I'm Jill Taylor, your host today, and we have Candace Sessoms with us. She has shared with us um, some uh, very creative things that she's been able to do to help women who have had miscarriages or to help women understand if they're not able to have a child. And she's created an, an operation called Books for Babies. And we're so glad you're with us, Candace. Thank you for joining us on the second half here. Thank you. 
We were talking earlier about your books for babies. Tell our listener, in case they didn't catch that, tell them a little bit about what you're doing there. Books for Babies is a project to release anthologies of fictional stories, clean Christian romance stories, and donating the proceeds to life pregnancy centers. These are clean stories. They're not really for children, but they're absolutely good for younger ages because they're very clean. Like I said, they're in very Christian. They have Christian themes at the heart of the stories. Our current anthology was released just this month, and it is called You Have Made My Heart. And there are six authors who participated in this, and each of them submitted a short story, a romance story. So have you thought about sharing these with pregnancy centers and getting them involved? Yes. So when we chose Abundant Life here in Athens, I did donate one paperback to the the center, and we are trying to also cross I like to say cross-pollinate. We are using our platform to share news about that center. For instance, they've put out calls a few times that their boutique needs diapers for families, things like that. And so we're trying to help them share the word and get people to help donate. In the same way for us, they're sharing about the book because all of the book sales will be going to their organization. So we're we're working together on that to always get the word out about things that we're doing. It's a, it's a good partnership that we're doing with that organization. Well, Candace, I have a question that's going to uh, rock you a little bit. And okay. I, I want to know, I'm, I'm assuming you're not married. I am. You are married. <laughs> I am, okay. yes, yes. All right. Just, See, that's bad assumption. <laughs> that's okay. That's but, okay. You, but you have not had children. Correct. Is that because you haven't been able to have children? My husband is um, a good deal older than I am and already had a family before we got together. And so we made the decision not to have children. He actually already had grandchildren. So I have grandchildren in my life. I've not been a mom, but I'm a grandmom. And I'm blessed with a sister that has given me two nieces and two nephews too. So, Well, I ask that because your feel for the children that are being aborted and you're wanting people to understand the gift of that and your books for babies all would make me think that you in some way or another have a real strong tie. And I guess what you explained would make sense. Yes, if you're married to someone who's older and already has children, then you're getting a chance to be a part of that family. And that's good for our listener to understand too. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. We celebrated Mother's Day and I was thankfully able to go and spend the weekend with my mom And part of that is we went to church together. At the end of services in in my church that I grew up in, they always do this thing where they find the oldest mom and the, the youngest mom and the mom with the most children, and then they bless all the moms at the end. And so all the moms went forward, and I was sitting there just proud of my mom, my beautiful, strong, faithful mom. And the priest paused, and he said, oh, I forgot. Is there anyone here who is a God mom? And my mother looked over at me, and I am. My, my sister asked me to be godmother to one of her children. And it was a reminder to me that maybe not all of us get to be moms, but women still have a role to play in helping bring up children in the faith. It's an important one, I hope, I, I think. <laughs> You're really touching on a good topic here that we can share with our listeners 
that it doesn't matter whether you don't have children at the time, it doesn't matter if they're all grown up and adults, there's a need for nurturing and there's a need for loving children. So if you're in a church, no matter what kind of church it is, find a place that you might be able to have some real fun with kids during the second hour or the first hour or whatever you do so that you're involving yourself with kids and just making them feel like they're loved. That's really important. It truly is. I love what you're doing, Candace. This is good. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You said that your books are available. The current book is called You Have Made My Heart. And you can also go to cactusrosepress.com. That is my company that I publish the books through. And so you can find out more about it there as well. Well, I hope those who are listening who are involved with pregnancy centers will get a hold of these books and have the ideas that you have just had shared with you that you might want to do something like this, whether it's cute books for children or providing something that you make and then you give some of those resources to a pregnancy center and help them save an actual life of a child. Candace, that's an amazing thought, isn't it? Sharing our talents. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And so I believe then in heaven, you'll have all sorts of kids running around you. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't think of anything more beautiful. (laughs) Yes, I totally agree. I I totally agree. I'm really glad that we had this conversation because it's very different. Yes, very. And I really appreciate it. We've been talking primarily about your books and about the things that you're doing to inform people about the gift of life. I'm wondering if you can give us thoughts on what we as a radio program are sharing. We're talking about life and we're talking about sometimes abortion and we're talking about recuperation. What are some of the things that you think Choose Life Radio is really trying to do for the listeners? Well, I think talk is the most important thing. I think we're in a society where we're so divisive that we don't talk to each other. And so I think the most important thing we can do is to continue to explore these issues, continue to discuss them, to prayerfully and cool-headedly just face these issues head on and see what we can do to work together to do good. So I think everything you're doing can only help because you're talking. You're doing something that we're just not doing out there in the world. We're not talking to each other. So let's explore these hard things. Let's talk about them. That's one of the things that COVID did to us as a nation. They, it shut us down and we felt secure in our homes. Yeah, we were isolated. We want you to really get out and see your neighbors. One of the sweetest things is if you see some mom walking down the sidewalk with a, a buggy that she's pushing and a little one holding on to her, you know, go out and say, you guys are so adorable or something really sweet and just say, I just love seeing this. This is so wonderful to see a mommy doing such sweet things with her babies. You know, we just need to continue to to say to all women, life is wonderful and it is an amazing thing that God gave us the ability to carry a child. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. So I want to just check one time back with you on Books for Babies. How many books have you written thus far? Is it four, did you say? The Books for Babies, this is just our second one, but we do have a third coming in 
for Christmas in November. So we will have the third in a few months. Will this be a thing that you're going to continue to do? Yes, it's our plan to hopefully release two books a year and to continue to find different life pregnancy centers to work with. I hope if anyone is listening and you're working with a life pregnancy center, have them reach out to us. We're going to be looking for other organizations to donate to with each and every book we put out. Give us again your name for the organization, etc. Cactusrosepress.com is the website. And you can go there and you can reach out to me straight through the contact form. Next year, we're going to put two more out as well. And so we'll need some other life pregnancy centers to consider as a beneficiary for our donations. Okay. And you have a website? Right now it's on Cactus Rose Press, but I think we are going to get a, a domain and kind of branch off to our own Books for Babies website soon. But right now, CactusRosePress.com is the place to go. It's been delightful talking to you, Candace. You've brought some joy in my heart, girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you, too, Jill. I really appreciate you. Well, thanks for joining us. And listener, I am so grateful that you're with us today and every week. We are so glad to hear from you as well. So if you want to send me some messages, I will always get back to you. My email is jill at chooseliferadio.com. But I'd also... I love letters. So if you want to send a letter to Jill Taylor at Choose Life Radio, we're at Post Office Box 36622, Canton, Ohio 44735. Let me say that again. Choose Life Radio, Post Office Box 36622, Canton, Ohio 44735. Looking forward to hearing from you. See you back next week at Choose Life Radio. The preceding program was sponsored by the Choose Life Radio Network of Canton, Ohio.